I'm just a sexy Kurt. Sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Ankle. <laughs> What is going on, guys? This is Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to which species is better, man or woman. Nope, 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 nope. We are not doing that. No? No. No? Absolutely not. Uh, so no. No? No, that's a, that's a big no. That's a big no? That's a big no. That's an N-O with the capital N, an O, and an exclamation. Nope, we're not doing that. Oh, man. That's a, that's a no for me. That's In a, your a, words, that's a no for me, a, that's dog. A, that's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. Anyway, you are mine. <laughs> you, I am out of my mind. Yeah, I am out of my mind. You are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. Don't got that SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Check those out, too. As you shall. I am one of your lovely hosts. The very sensual. Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, ya boy, Shades, always joined by my hetero life mate. Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's who I be, because that's who I is. Mr. Thrill. Yes, sir. Got some stuff to talk about. We do. Some arrests, some news. Yeah. Some uh, disappointing shows, as usual, for me, at least. I don't know about you. <laughs> But before we do all that, yes, sir. Let's ring that bell. So, as usual, we'll start with some non WWE news. So, John Moxley will have a shoot style match at Game Changer Wrestling two weeks after his match with Kenny at All Out against former UFC heavyweight champion Josh Barnett. When I saw this, I I was like, oh my god, really. I, I watched you. I watch UFC. I don't have right. like what you, I watch UFC. Josh Barnett hasn't wrestled in uh, hasn't fought, fought in, in years. He's also also getting popped for steroids. So right, but I don't get what is this shoot style match? Like, are they not pulling punches? Are they grappling? Are they not grappling? Like, I I don't know what. So traditionally, shoot wrestling is like an actual wrestling match mm-hmm. where. You like no one determined beforehand who's gonna win, mm-hmm. and we're talking like mat wrestling almost to the pinfall, probably to the one pin, like traditional amateur wrestling. But it's not as tight as amateur wrestling. It's a little looser. So it's like Judo Valley, like a more of a you're in a ring, you're surrounded by ropes. They're real it's, strikes. It's, it's wrestling without striking. Okay. Uh, I think about when if you two guys are going at it and they shoot, mm-hmm. they're shooting. Yeah, it's a wrestling, right. wrestling shoot. You shoot. Yeah. So, and so if they're going by that standard, then that's what that's going to be. And which makes sense that it's safe because no one's getting bludgeoned, no one's going to get punched, no one's going to get knocked out. Yeah, because I'm like Josh Barnett. Well, the last time I seen him was a big guy mm-hmm. in terms of height and weight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was the UFC heavyweight champion until he got popped for C- for PEDs. Mm-hmm. John Moxley. Although crazy, mm-hmm. I, I've never, you know, a fist fight or a 
It's going to be, if they do, if they go that route, if by shoot style they mean traditional shoot wrestling, Mm -hmm. then it's going to be a lot of grappling, throwing each other to the ground, some like mushing to the face of the forearm, stuff like that, which works for someone like John Moxley. Because he doesn't have to be a professional fighter to not get embarrassed by Josh Barnett in that style of competition. Ah, I, I don't know. That's it. Sounds it's goofy for me. Like that sounds goofy. Now the other the other definition, possible definition for shoot in pro wrestling lingo, shoot means real. Yeah, like you go in like. So uh, if they're having a shoot style match, and we're talking, this is a legitimate fight, mm-hmm. which makes zero sense to me mm-hmm. for John Moxley. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't think that could possibly be what they're looking for here. Yeah, I think this is more traditional shoot wrestling. Well, I think what what this is is um, GCW. Uh, basically, Moxley's still a hot commodity, mm-hmm. so let's let's get him. Bring you know, put butts in the seats. Basically, how do we get this big name and this big name to cross? I'm. I if, think that's how they. If I'm not this. mistaken, uh, Josh Barnett is. If he's not an owner, he's like one of the higher up guys in GCW. Okay. So I mean. I mean, I think this if if it is a traditional shoot style match, I think it just makes all the sense in the world for the company and for both of these competitors. Because again, this is something that's like, look, have you ever heard of game changing wrestling before? No, I, when I was looking, like when I saw the news, I was like, well, that's a fake company. So right, so we had never heard of them, and yet here we are talking about them. Yes, sir. Because we have a former UFC heavyweight champion and a current professional wrestler about to have a shoot match. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. It's got people talking. And so I think it's, it's a smart advertising ploy mm-hmm. by GCW. If it's a traditional shoot match. If it's an actual shoot fight, mm-hmm. then that's just dumb for everyone involved. Um, you tell me. So let's move on. Let's do it. With more Moxley. So... John Moxley apparently will be facing Kaz XL, who some of you might know as Big Case. They'll be facing at the Dodd Stadium in Norwich, Connecticut on August 17th as part of Northeast Wrestling. I think if it was anyone but Kaz XL, you would say, all right, cool. But because it's Kaz, like, you, like... mm. Yeah. Him and Enzo left a real bad like Enzo yes. for sure has yes. left a bad taste in my mouth. Right. Kaz. So I had I had more uh positive thoughts about Kaz when they were still split up. Mm-hmm. When they got back together and started doing things together as a tag team again, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, oh no, nah, I'm out. Because Kaz talked so much smack about Enzo when they broke up. Mm-hmm. And oh Enzo's a bad person, Enzo's a this, Enzo's a that. But then you're still doing stuff together. You're putting out merch together. You're doing shows together. You're doing that, that stunt at the uh, G1 Supercard in Medicine Square Garden together. Uh-huh. So he's such a this and he's such a that. He's such a bad person, but you're cool to, to work with him? Time's heal- time heals all wounds. No, I'm not, I'm not about it, Cass. Like, I'm, I'm not about Cass at all. <laughs> so I don't care about this match, to be honest. I, I, for Moxley's sake, I had actually hoped that this wasn't true. Mm. I don't want Moxley getting tangled up with nonsense. Look, right now, like what he's doing, he's paycheck after paycheck after paycheck. Oh, he's for getting, sure. The guy's getting paid right now. Mm-hmm. Especially because once he goes to AEW, he's exclusive. 
So get paid as much as you can right now before that exclusivity. Well, he's block. in AEW, but I guess once the TV thing happens, right? Once like the TV kicks when... in in October, mm-hmm. that's when all of their exclusivity deals kick in. Yeah. So they can all work whatever they want right now until then, which is why they're all working as much as they are right now. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. I don't want Kaz anywhere near AEW talent. I don't want Kaz or Enzo anywhere near the letters A, E, or W in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're at a restaurant, there's a menu. I want to remove every A, every E, and every W. Two vowels and a letter. That's a, just, just, every, that's a, I don't, I don't want them anywhere near it. I don't want anywhere near it. Uh, a more interesting match that I do care for is Moxie versus Pentagon. That should be a good match. Or Penta L Zero, or Penta Cero Miedo, or whatever name he's getting booked for for that show. Mm-hmm. But. Well, in, for the show, in the, the, the billing card. He's billed as Pentagon Jr.? Pentagon. Pentagon Jr. Yeah, there you go. Pentagon. Pentagon, which is his, like his OG booking name. Mm-hmm. So Pentadark, Pentagon Dark. It was a bunch. Of I love when he just goes as Pentagon Jr. because that's that's what his like his OG name was. Mm-hmm. Um, that that should be interesting. Very interesting match because Pentagon is one hard hitting dude. And Moxley. And Moxley's Moxley. Mm-hmm. So this should be that should that should be painful to watch. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, uh, definitely stiff. Uh, I was, oh, that's uh, gonna be stiff. Strong style, definitely that's strong, strong style match. For sure. Definitely strong Without style match. Without question, for sure. And uh, let's see, the last bit of, of non WWE news that we're looking at here. So this is some crossover stuff. Well, I actually have some non WWE news involving crossover stuff also. Okay, so some crossover stuff here. Uh, Impact Wrestling Superstar. Rob Van Dam appeared on this week's Monday Night Raw. Apparently he had Impact's blessing. No issues, no problems. Go do your thing. If you're Impact, it's kind of hard to complain when they just had Rhino on their programming when Rhino was still under contract. Uh, Rhino or RVD. Uh. No, but like, like how can... You know what I mean? Like, if WWE didn't say anything about Rhino being on their TV while still under contract, mm-hmm. how Impact... If they go, okay, we want RVD for the night. No, you can't. Should we sue you for Rhino? Okay, well, uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. I understand. I understand <laughs> you what, you're what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying, but Rhino is almost two. Going to be almost two weeks, you know, out of his contract. RVD is still under a, a longer contract. No, for sure. But I mean, but they they're not using RVD as part of story. It was just for the raw reunion. You know what I want from this? What am I going? What? You have Impact. Mm-hmm. You have Raw. You have rest- WWE. Right. And you have them interpromotion, doing some interpromotion things. Remember, I told you I was open for WWE to do this if it wasn't my guy has to go over all the time. Like, would you not like to see a match between Tessa Blanchard and Charlotte or Tessa Blanchard and Becky Lynch? Of course. I mean, I, I just want to see Tessa versus anybody. Of course. 100%. Okay, so there's a couple things that make this messy, that make that idea a little messy. So, one, when they tried doing that with New Japan... Impact? Impact. Or WWE? Impact. Mm-hmm. It caused a huge issue because the way that they, they booked Okada, where New Japan still refuses to work with Impact mm-hmm. because of how they treated Okada. Two, your then, by WWE, is going to say... You're going to say... So, by doing that... You're going to say that Impact's wrestlers are on the same level as my wrestlers. 
And you know WWE has too big of an ego for that. Yeah, absolutely. So then you'd have to go NXT. Okay, NXT versus Impact. Mm-hmm. But then you have Impact's top guys... Facing their uh, minor leagues, for and, lack of a better term. Right. And on top of that, who's Tessa facing in NXT other than Shayna, EO... Oh, imagine a match between Shayna Baszler and Tessa Blanchard. Be a very good match. Sure, but but the options are far more limited in NXT. Well, NXT's women's division after the four horsewomen came up have been. At this point, I think there's only three or four legitimate women. Candice the division. Candice, EO, and and uh, and Shayna. Yeah, I can't argue that. Who else in the women's division feels legit? Mia Yim. They're trying to build, but she's, know, not, she's not catching the crowd. That's a, that's a problem. Not Born and bougie, no one cares about. Oh, God. Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke are still way too green. Mm. And then they had, like, Tynara Conti's not on that level yet. You know... Um, uh, Casey Cat... Ka- uh, Casey Cat and she's not on that level yet. Bro, Tessa would murder her. She would expose her. Yeah. Cat only been wrestling professionally for, like, two years. Yeah. She's mad green. NXT UK has has more. Yeah, it has, a deep, it has a deeper roster. They have a deeper female roster. What they need to do is bring um, what's her name? The uh, the virtuosa, Diana Perazzo. Yeah, they need to bring her back to NXT America. She's another bigger name that can. For, I, I don't know the, why they have her in UK. Because the the NXT women's scene was too clogged up, and they needed to bolster yeah, and the now UK. Look at it. And now look at it. Now you have like at least. Double on the NXT UK women's scene. You have Rhea, Tony Storm. You have Diana Parazzo. You have um, Piper Niven, Ginny. Piper Niven, Gin- like you, Candy you- Floss. No, not Candy Floss. Really, Candy Floss? Oh, Candy can- Floss. Leave Candy Floss alone. She's Candy Floss. When I saw her, like for the first time watching like NXT UK, I was just like, "Well, what the hell is this?" <laughs> Like, no disrespect to, like, Candy Floss or, like, Zaya Brookside, but I'm thinking people more like Tegan Knox who's on her way back. Mm-hmm. Bro, the NXT UK women's division is stacked right now. It sure is. It sure is. So, WWE Impact crossover is just, it's so, there's too many things in the way to make it succeed, and the biggest thing is always going to be Vince McMahon. Yeah. Who, who on earth is he going to let Impact put over on his guys? What do you mean you want Sammy Callahan to go over at uh, Roman Reigns? Yeah, ex- exactly. Sammy, Cal- Sammy Callahan's going to go over on, like... They didn't even push him in NXT. He used to come in, like, play with a camera and leave. He was essentially a peeping Tom. <laughs> Last bit of non-WWE news. Okay. From a former WWE champion. Oh, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, what? Oh. We'll be having a mixed martial arts match. So, okay. Against the Huntington Beach bad boy, Tito Ortiz. Oh, he's going to light him up. Yeah, he's going to kill him. I mean, he's going to. I mean, I know Del Del Rio has experience. He's fought in pride before, and he got his butt kicked. But but, Tito Ortiz is going to murder that boy. Yeah. And this Tito is slimmer. I mean, he's like in his mid 40s, but he's he's slimmed down. He's. Oh, see, now this is what I want to watch because I loathe Del Rio. I'm, I've never been a fan of him. Never he's, been a fan. He's a disgrace. Jesus. A disgrace? That's strong. Bro, the way he treats the business, the way he treated Paige, like, 
he's a, he's a scum of the earth wrestler and a scum of the earth person. And as a Latino, nah, man. Get out of my face. Not a Del Rio fan. Didn't know that. Didn't know, didn't know you felt so strongly nah, about man. that. Can't my gosh. It. The same way that like I hold Latinos to higher standard and I'll like root for them harder, mm-hmm. um, it's the flip reverse. If you're gonna be a, a, a scum as a Latino, I'm gonna hold you to a higher standard. Nah, son, you need to get all the way out of my face. Don't real. So after WWE news, let's move that, <laughs> move that story along real quick. Jimmy Uso, you know uh, Jimmy Uso, what up, Uso? <sighs> Uso Penitentiary. Oh, Uso. He keeps playing his cards right. He's gonna make it to the actual penitentiary. Oh, Uso. If you guys aren't familiar with Jimmy Uso, Jonathan Fatu is his real name. He was arrested earlier this year in Detroit mm-hmm. for a DUI and for these. Well, he wasn't arrested for the DUI. It was Naomi was the one that was drinking and driving the wrong side of the road, and then he like flexed on a cop and got arrested for flexing on the cop. Well, they charged him for a DUI also. Was it for the DUI? Yeah. I thought it was just for flexing on the cop. No. Flexing on a cop is against the law. I mean, they charge him for like disorderly or threatening a police officer. They can do that, yes. He was, excuse me, arrested in Pensacola, Florida. Early Thursday morning, speeding and swerving. When the cops pulled him over, he reeked again of alcohol. DUI, City Jones, as Taz would say, for Jimmy Uso. Second one of the year. Second one of the year. So two things. First, I'm a jerk. Because the minute I heard that this happened in Pensacola, Florida. It's Royal Marines. That's man. all I thought of was people announcing, from Pensacola, Florida. Burner. Burner. <laughs> Burner. So that was my first reaction. So that's, I'm a jerk for that. And on a more serious note, okay, I really, I really, I really want to bring this question to the table. Uh-huh. So whenever any of the Usos have been arrested for a DUI, more w- Jimmy than Jay. WWE, w- it's like 14 W's I just said. Yeah. WWE always puts out the same statement. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own actions. Mm-hmm. And they did it again this time. Mm-hmm. Now, considering we had his second time getting busted. Mm-hmm. And we just had Jeff get busted last week after knowing Jeff Hardy's severe Se- drug yeah, problems. Yeah, substance abuse. Use substance. He was substance. I'm saying severe substance abuse in the past. Mm-hmm. At what point should or does WWE step in? Um, like at this point, even if it's not like legally obligated, sh- morally, ethically, should WWE step in and be like, "Yo, absolutely. Jimmy, absolutely, what's up?" Absolutely, the NFL. If you get uh, a DUI, mm-hmm. you're I think you're suspended for a minimum two games. Right. Um, and you get a fine. Right. Um, I feel like your job should hold you responsible because right? why not? You're, you're First of all, forget just having a DUI and speeding and you're being your second one of the year. What happens if you hit another car? What happens if... That's the thing about DUI. That's the thing about DUI. DUI is, sure, you're driving under the influence, but you're a severe danger Uh to society when you get behind the wheel while intoxicated. You work for the WWE. You you make merch money. 
you have you have money why can't you take an uber to wherever you're going it's the same thing with with nfl like uh players mm. you guys make so much money for a 40 dollar uber to get you from one place to another 20 dollar uber i mean why not pick your car up in the morning like you're too drunk see if somebody can come and get you and i'm sure there's some sort of service you can call there's a million services you can call like yo i just need a ride I just, I, so, forget even suspending. Although I think some sort of... I think he needs to be suspended. So I think, I, I'm totally on board with some sort of reprimanding. I'm more thinking of, at what point do they go, listen, you might need help. Mm-hmm. We might need to check you into a rehab facility. Mm-hmm. We may need to set you down for some counseling. Like, at what point does that happen? Does any, like, because... Again, this is the second time in one year. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeff Hardy, it happened last week. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Hardy has a history of this stuff. Mm-hmm. When does someone in WWE sit down with these guys and go, you need help, and we're going to get it for you? They need a backstage guy like Arn Anderson, where he pull him to the side like, yo, you got to chill out what you're doing, man. You got to chill out with the partying and, and all this other stuff and the drinking and... It's it's hurting your your brand. It's mm-hmm. hurting our brand. It doesn't look good for you. Don't only think about you, but think about your wife. Think about your brother. Like you guys have a whole thing. Uh, Roman Reigns is, is getting tied into this also because they're all family. You know. Yeah. I think. I think a thirty day suspension. <sighs> I think a thirty day suspension is is. Uh, okay. Is an an adequate enough punishment. But this is his his second time his second offense. Me, I think DUIs should be treated um, very strongly. I agree. So I think first time offense should be thirty days. So you want to liken it to their wellness policy? Exactly. If, if they get you know busted for drugs or for substance abuse, whatever, they have X amount of days that they're suspended, so on and so forth. Yeah, you get busted for for um, you know I think uh, the, well, is the wellness policy. No? Yeah, it's a. The wellness policy is 30 days, and that should be your first punishment for DUI. Second days, uh, second uh, offense, 90 days. And the third is termination. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm on board with D. But it, so, and then the issue with that is, though, is that, and this is where WWE uses their loopholes, mm-hmm. is that wellness policy falls under their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. They're the ones testing them. It's for their own stuff. And you got to... Where a DUI is that happened outside that he got arrested on his own accord has nothing to do with the business, with and the company. He, he technically is a... Uh, what was the word of you... Independent contractor. Independent contractor. Yeah. So, so that's, that's how like, they can move exactly, around with that. Like, that's... Exactly. But if somebody died, man... That's the one thing that I always go to. It's like, if somebody died... But you're assuming that WWE, a.k.a., you know, the, the man whose name I'm not going to utter just because, like, I don't want to go that deep but you're talking about assuming that they have a moral compass, code a moral yeah. compass thank mm-hmm. you and I think we've seen at this point that that doesn't exist let's 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 move on from this topic yeah to something a little bit more what I found entertaining mm. Bray Wyatt the fiend the fiend did a little twitter trolling okay to add some more um, low heat, heat, low heat, just a little wood on the fire. A little spice. A little, a little spice. spice on the fire to Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Wish him a happy birthday. Now, why is this a big deal? 
He didn't have to do that. Right. But me, uh, you know, always breaking down storylines and tearing it apart and nitpicking, I was like, he gave, delivered, Sister Abigail. I hope they keep that name for his finisher. I agree. They, he delivered Sister Abigail to Finn Balor uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He delivered Sister Abigail to McFoley on the Raw reunion, but I'll get to that later. Finn Balor was not on Raw or SmackDown this last this past week. The Fiend was. Bray Wyatt, and maybe he hasn't done enough to be in the Hall of Fame yet, mm. but mm. his ability to progress a storyline, even if uh, his opponent is not around, his, his building for the Undertaker's match at WrestleMania. Undertaker mm-hmm. never showed up, and Bray Wyatt built that. Yeah. He's building this this thing with Finn Balor. The only problem that I have with this is it's going to lead to the Demon versus the Fiend, and one of them has to lose. Well, what I think... I mean, I think we talked about this. Finn has the time off. He got engaged. Oh, well, good for him. Yes, Amanda is not happy about that. <laughs> him and his uh, lady have matching tattoos with a date. On their uh, oh, right awesome. bicep. Good for him. One on their uh, Finn on his right, I believe, and his lady is on her left. Good for him. Congratulations, Finn. That's that's awesome. Sorry, Huli. Um, so I think he's going to lose as Man Balor versus Bray at SummerSlam. And that's going to write him off for a while. And then when he comes back, whenever mm-hmm. that is, their rematch at. Survivor Series or whatever. Finn being gone that long? No, no, no. Their rematch, their big rematch, will be at Survivor Series as Demon versus. So he'll. I think he's taking maybe like a month off. He's he's come. He, ah, excuse me. They're facing each other at SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. So after SummerSlam, he's taking time off. Okay. So when he comes back from that time off, they can reengage the feud initially as Man versus. Bray, and then build to Demon versus Bray. So, like, the next pay-per-view the next after when he comes back, he's like, um, he has to deep dig, uh, dig he deep loses in again. him. Yeah, he loses his next match, and then he has to dig deeper to find that Demon. Demon comes out, he beats Bray Wyatt. Right. Okay. That's, that's what I think. My thing is, like, you have to still book Bray strong after that. Right, and the while uh, Finn is off is when they, it's, like, prime... They need to book Bray super strong while Bray's off. T- while Finn is off TV, the problem is they won't. Not not only that they won't, they can't on Raw, which works because Finn's on SmackDown. Finn's on SmackDown, but have him run roughshod on SmackDown's roster, which gives Finn the incentive to come back. He'd be like Sting. He'd be the uh, White Knight to come and save SmackDown from NWO Fiend. That way, you you build Bray as this like terrible thing that's been running havoc on SmackDown and that's how you build Finn as a you know mon- monster baby face what I need what I need from uh, from what ah, I can't speak today I'm sorry guys what I need what are words? from the WWE for Bray Wyatt is to have that split personality show a little bit more where one week he comes out as Bray Wyatt the Firefly the Firefly Funhouse Mr. Rogers guy yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that guy and oh, you love the muscle man dance? No, no, no. I do not love the muscle man dance. I, Big Sexy told me you love the muscle man dance. That's why I was. I was muscle man dance, stupid. 
So Stop. you have him come out. He's like, "Oh, Mister Rogers, get up!" and blah blah blah, whatever. I love it. And does he wrestle like that though? No, that's his promo persona. But I need what I want for, for Bray to do, and I know that we're going too long on this, but I this is the, I I promise. Um, what I need from Bray is to is for Bray to apologize to Finn as Bray Wyatt for the Fiend. I like that. Where he's like, I'm sorry. Sometimes I can't control him. Um, uh, Finn, uh, please accept my apology and blah, like blah, that. blah. The only issue that I have, and you, there's no way that you can actually do it, is if Bray, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, Bray and Finn are in the ring together. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm sorry. Uh, he shakes his hand, the lights go out, and he can't transform into the Fiend that quickly right. to turn on Finn. Right. Like, that would be something that would be, like, awesome, but it's, just, it's, it's too much. The problem is that, so, like, in the Firefly, Firefly Funhouse sketches, vignettes, whatever you want to call them, that they've done so far, he usually just, he'll be in his Mr. Rogers getup, mm-hmm. and he'll just switch his voice and then switch back. Mm-hmm. So that you can do in the ring. Mm-hmm. You can apologize, blah, 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 I'm so sorry. Quickly go into like a fiend voice. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> laugh as he goes back into the Mr. Rogers persona. Mm-hmm. But to for him to go straight from that to that, it's, just, it's, it's logistically impossible. Yeah, it's legit. But how awesome would that be? Like he's just... What they can do is use a scene like that to kill the Mr. Rogers personality. Where, like, he's apologizing, whatever, and then he goes, Sister Abigail, boom, never see him in that persona ever again. He's just a fiend from now on. Yeah, but I don't want that. I like the, the split personality I thing, still. And I, do, I don't want them but to do that. But you can't, you just physically can't do it in the ring. Yes, I understand that. I was like, I'm, if this was 2K19, like, you can definitely right. do it. <laughs> but it's not. Right. Alas. 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 Uh, second alas. Second alas. WWE <laughs> News. <laughs> While trying to schedule their next Saudi show, WWE has canceled all of their Italian dates. Yep. And not only that, but merged their UK Raw and SmackDown show into one night into one taping. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's first of all horrible altogether. Yeah. Imagine being in that crown having to sit through like six hours because they have to do the the dark matches and the pre shows and all that. For a Raw, and then watch them turn over for a SmackDown. Ugh. I don't know. I understand they, they signed this contract with the Saudi, like you know Saudi Arabia and whatnot. And for the most part, like we always say, it's a glorified house show. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've seen anything since. I mean, I, I watched half of the. Uh, what was the one with the best in the world tournament? Whatever. Don't worry. It doesn't, doesn't right. make a difference. Um, it's just to appease the fans. But to cancel not even the fans, it's to appease the government. The Saudi, no, I mean like the Saudi like Arabian the Saudi uh, citizens. Like you see that they're into it. Yeah. So like sure. it's, it's it's for them also. But to cancel all your Italian dates, like I- your dates in Italy, and to merge your 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 Raw and SmackDown into one taping, bad for business. It's bad for business. Not when they're getting the fat checks they're getting. I mean, listen, Italy ain't paying them the way that Saudi's paying them, so... But then it doesn't even matter, because at the end of the day, Saudi went back, reneged, and they're like, no, 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 okay, the original dates are fine. 
So they give him all this huff and puff about these original dates, mm-hmm. make WWE go shuffling, and all right, we have to cancel our Italy dates, and we got to merge these dates, and do this and do that. And then Saudi goes, never mind, we're good. Well, you can have your old dates back. And so now on top of that, so I'm going to add to you to the notes. That means yes, because you, you're, you, you're the one who put this in. I didn't actually know about this until today. Well, a little thing that I just found, I just, uh, found out about not too long ago was... So, every time that they do these Saudi shows, one of the big things that always comes up is the women. Yes. Women can't compete in Saudi because of their sports authority, blah, blah, yada, yada, nonsense. Um, so, they're talking about not doing an Evolution 2, which fans have been asking for. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, they're going to give them a SmackDown dedicated to exclusively women's wrestling. Oh, my God. It's going to be filled with six women tags. Why not just do Evolution 2? It went over like gangbusters the first time. Did it? I don't know the numbers, but... I it mean, was. I mean, I don't know about like like buy rates or anything like that. But I mean, it was, you can't really call buy rates anymore because of the network, but... But it received high critical acclaim all across the board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if people... If for, for those of you who are new to the podcast, that was Sexy Time Shades. So go <laughs> back and listen to that. That <laughs> <laughs> was Sexy Time Shades. So, like, with so much critical acclaim that you receive for this show, mm-hmm. why not just do it again? Why not run another three-hour all-women pay-per-view instead of a all-women's two-hour SmackDown, which turns into a all-women's hour-and-20-minute SmackDown? Yeah. Because of commercials, it's not actually two hours. And what is the point? We're Like you said, we're going to get, like, three or four six-women ta- six tag matches... We're going to get, like, two or three dumb promos. And we're going to have one, uh, both women's uh, champions fighting somebody. It's going yeah, 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 to be a Raw and It's going to be a Raw women's champion and a SmackDown women's champion tagging, tagging against their, their yeah. whoever they're feuding with yep. at the time in the main event. Yep. You're absolutely right. What is the... For what? Because WWE. Just do Evolution 2! So I'm not a big fan of WWE women wrestling, mm-hmm. but I, I enjoyed... Uh, evolution, not as much as you and Bizzle did, but and then uh, then again you guys were there, yeah. you know. Uh, but like they had some like solid A matches, like A. They there were there were some great matches on there. I mean that that Becky Lynch versus Charlotte match got four and a half stars. One of the highest rated WWE matches of the entire year, if not the highest rated WWE match of the entire year. So like, I don't just do it. Just do Evolution two. The fans want it. Wrestling fans want it. Your wrestlers want it. And Just this, do it. This is uh, but it probably is. Is like, hey, we got to rent out a, a bigger a venue and all this other stuff and find match cards. And they, they don't want to do it. They already book all of these shows all year. Mm-hmm. Just replace Great Balls of Fire or whatever dumb pay per view you're going to do that doesn't need to just replace that. Replace with Evolution. I have a perfect idea. Replace Great Balls of Fire with Evolution for um, Women's History Month. Have Evolution that month. That, that, that you know. That's a good idea. Th- perfect. That's right there. Yeah. Take Hell in the Cell. Leave it in September. Mm-hmm. October is. I want to say TLC if I'm not mistaken. I'm looking it up right now. And if it's not TLC, get rid of whatever it is in October and bring Halloween Havoc back. Oof. It's not gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But bring Halloween. It's I, not gonna happen. <sighs> I, I miss 
Halloween Havoc. I miss uh, Bash at the Beach. Like, mm. but you can't get Bash at the Beach because you got SummerSlam. And uh, was it the Great American Bash? But the WWE mm. we had the Great American Bash. They just did horribly. They <laughs> just did horribly. So Women's History Month is in March. Perfect. So it's kind of. I guess, but you have to lead up to WrestleMania. They usually leave a lot of space to lead up to WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the first week of April. So what you do is you have uh, Evolution you, the first week of May. Um, excuse me, the first of March. Week of March. So as as of now, they don't have anything planned for Jan for twenty twenty other than the Rumble in January and Mania in April. We got to sprinkle in an elimination chamber for sure, but yeah. So if we're going by what they currently have planned. Mm-hmm. It's way too short notice, but I say pull Clash of Champions in September and do Evolution Cla- Clash- 2 then. Clash of Champions is a... No, that's not a... Uh, what you call it? It's because not- they already do the champion versus champion thing at Survivor Series. Yeah, but... Yeah, so right, then why... Right. So get rid of Clash of Champions, put Evolution 2 in there, and then move on. You know what I'd like for them to bring back also? Starcade. Well, they did that as that like house yeah, show. the house show thing, yeah. But I like I would like for them to bring back. I, I was a, I was a big fan of WCW pay per views. I used to love Bash at the Beach. Bash at the Beach was my joint. But with SummerSlam, we can never do that. Even though like they were they were terrible, I like WWE's In Your House. Well, the last two In Your House were like really big. Well, that's where we got Kane. Yeah, was but, In Your House. But I liked In Your House because it had the little house backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. We're, let, let, let's we're, move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on <laughs> to what I thought was a dumpster fire of a show. Bro. <laughs> now, this is probably, I don't know, five, six, seven weeks in a row that I've said this. Raw Reunion was for the fans in attendance. It wasn't for the fans at home. Before you continue, because I'm, I'm going to let you just go on. I'm going to kind of you real quick, real quick, real quick. I just want to put out a quick disclaimer. I did not watch Raw. Okay. Um, the minute they announced Hulk Hogan was going to be on the yes, show. Yes, I know how you feel about that. You do, but mm-hmm. I'm letting, I'm letting the, the listeners understand. I did not watch the show. The minute they announced Hogan, mm-hmm. I was out. So I have, other than talking about the general base idea, mm-hmm. I don't watch the show. I can't really comment on the specifics. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You, by all means, take this away because I can't really say much about specifics because, again, I don't watch it because Hogan's garbage. As you were. Roar Union opens up mm. with John Cena, of course. Mm. And who comes out to have a, a you know quick banter with him? The Usos. So they want the Doctor of Thugonomics to come back. They want him to spit some bars. The Usos are trying to rap. And John Cena comes back into the stage. Uh, excuse me, not on the stage. He comes back into the ring. And he drops you know, a couple bars. Mm-hmm. That I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was something to the effect of, y'all look familiar, uh, something about their mugshots. Mm. Weren't you arrested or something like that? Mm. Iron Ironically enough, or Jimmy foreshadowing gets... Foreshadowing, yeah. Jimmy gets arrested Thursday. Um, so they call Rikishi out. Hey! Rikishi's like, oh, no, you, you're not leaving until we, you know, we do this proper... So they get they in a, the two cool dance? They get in a line to do the two cool dance. John Cena looks lost. He's like <laughs> <laughs> He's a love to yo, I used to do that dance all day, so You know I'm a, real quick, would have been great if they did the cool two cool dance 
and Otis ran in from the side and just did the caterpillar, the caterpillar? and then dipped out. Oh my god. That would have been great. But as much as I dislike Otis, that would have been amazing. But they didn't do it. Aww. Because they get interrupted by the revival. Say yeah! And I'm like, alright, cool. Is this going to be a six-man tag now? John Cena and, like, what you call it? They're going to have some guy from the back to team up with them? Okay. No. You have your dad and all this other stuff. And we have somebody in our corner also. And who comes out but Devon Dudley? <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> what? Why Devon? What does Devon have to do with the revival? I don't know. Rikishi is the Usos' dad. Did Devon father the like, like his stepdad or something? Like, did he train them? I, I don't know. Testify. <laughs> and then they did, you know, when uh, you know him and Bubba do the the hand clap and then the, yeah, the yeah, fist bump. Yeah. They did that. I was like, well, what's going on here? Are these long lost Dudleys that we don't know about? Is it just like a tag team homage thing? I guess so. But the Usos go over. Super kick, super kick party, boom. Okay. Uh, splash. All right. But the whole time I'm like, I'm I'm searching, surfing the internet <laughs> to find why is Devon with them. Didn't find anything. What is the common thread between Devon and the revival? Nothing. But it gets worse. Like for me, Raw gets worse. Okay. Because you have all these, uh, and I use quotes, legends. You have your Pat Patterson, legend. General yeah. Gerald Briscoe, legend. legend. Be- before that, you have Drake Maverick and R Truth swapping the belt. Okay, yay. Fun. You have Drake Maverick beat R Truth. Okay. Then you have Pat Patterson go into the locker room where Drake Maverick is at, low blows him, covers him with his foot. He's the new champion. They go into a a, a, a a limousine. Gerald Briscoe comes out. We don't see a count. He comes out with a ref. He's holding the 24-7 champion. <laughs> so now the belt has changed hands four times. Truth. Truth to Maverick. Maverick to Patterson. Patterson to Briscoe. <laughs> Briscoe sees Kelly Kelly in the back. She needs him in the jewels. She pins him. She's the new 24-7 champion. So the first female 24-7 champion was Kelly Kelly? Yes. Man! And, for uh, history buffs, Pat Patterson is now the oldest champion, uh, oldest person to hold a championship in the WWE, beating uh, Fabulous Moolah's age of 76. He's 78. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Kelly Kelly. They couldn't... Bro, that, that had Carmella ran all over it. Kelly Kelly. Aw, oh, man! Is backstage with... She's not even a good wrestler. Candice Michelle. Oh, God. Melina. Oh, God. And I don't remember the third, per- the fourth person. Oh, uh, Caitlyn. Oh, uh, alright, I guess. So, they're like, she's like, look what I got, guys, look what I got. And Candice Michelle throws her into the metal poles, pins her because Melina has a ref shirt, and pins her one, two, three. Wait, so now all you have to do is wear a ref shirt and then you're officially a ref? Like I guess you so. A pinfall? I guess so. <sighs> okay. All right. I'm following. Okay. So, Drake to Drake. And I'm doing this all in order from memory of, like, because I'm so outraged that this happened. So, you're sprinkling in, you know, your, your yeah, legends. Yeah. 
So it was Truth to Drake, Drake to Patterson, Patterson to Briscoe, Briscoe to Kelly Kelly, Kelly Kelly to Candace, to Candace Michelle. Candace Michelle loses the title to Alundra Blaze. And Alundra Blaze says, this is the last time you guys are going to see the 24-7 champion. Well, she's the WCW in she the gonna, trash she bin? She's throw it in the trash can. Oh, my God. So the night goes on. But that's not a Royal Reunion. She did that on Nitro. Monday Night Wars. Oh, my God. Raw Jace. Oh, my God. So she comes out. She's like, I told you guys that you weren't going to see the 24-7 championship anymore. And I was like, yes, please. Throw it in the trash can. <laughs> Bin it, bin it, bin it, bin it. <laughs> so she has the bin, and Corey's like, I see where this is going. And Renee's like, she better not do that. And I was like, oh, shut up, Renee. Like, oh, my God, for God's sakes. Oh, so I'll get to that after this portion. She's going to put the title in the trash can, and who comes out but Ted DiBiase Sr. And he does his patented Ted DiBiase laugh. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And he's like, I'll give you money for that belt. All the way he tried to win the WWE Championship. Right. WWF Championship. WWF, yeah. Where he bought the belt from Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. So, he gets the belt. And then, I don't don't actually recall, this is the only part that I don't remember, how Ted DiBiase lost the belt. But at the end of the night, Drake Maverick has the belt. He and his wife are at the limo, or their car, mm-hmm. and he's like, now we can consummate the marriage, because mm-hmm. he has the belt. Right. R-Truth pins him, jumps in the car with Drake Maverick's wife, and it peels off. So, Drake is talking to what he thinks is his wife, and it's just Carmella standing there. So, R-Truth is now a 10-time 24-7 champion. Wait, hold on. So, Alondra Blaze sold the belt. Sold the belt. Okay. I call BS. Hmm. When he bought it off of Andre the Giant, they said that you are not allowed to purchase the championship. So it was vacated. Yeah, but so it, it, theoretically, it, the commissioner. No, 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 no. So theoretically... Alondra Blaze is still the champion. No, the belt should be vacated. There is no champion. And this is how you have a Royal Rumble for the 24-7 championship. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that was them sprinkling in their legends, quote-unquote. Sounds so dumb. And then you have, you know, Booker T on... Um, on Can you dig it? On commentary. Sugar! And he's just stepping all over Michael Cole. Like, he's just talking the whole time. Booker T might be the greatest commentator on the planet. Excuse me. And then you have... Jerry the King come back. Okay. Christian was on commentary for a minute. Did, did he do the peep show? No, but he did oh. come out to his, his theme song, and that's my one of my favorite Christian theme songs. Okay. But, like, Raw did nothing to elevate its current talent. That's but good. The, the only <laughs> sort of elevation they did was with Bray Wyatt as the Fiend. Mick Foley's in the ring. The 24-7 cha- uh, brigade, as I like to call them, ran through the ring. <laughs> Okay. And the fiend comes out and delivers a sister Abigail to Mick Foley. Fine. I'm happy okay. with that. What I'm not happy about. Didn't he also give him the mandible claw? I'm to not. To Foley? I don't remember. I thought I read that he gave Foley the mandible claw, which I kind of like fiend using that as a move. 
uh, Mandible Claw into Sister Abigail, basically. It's like that. That would be Whoa, the transition. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah, that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about a man sticking his fingers in my mouth, but well, you're not the one taking it. I'm saying, as in a, as <laughs> you're a not the one man. taking it. At least it's not with a dirty sock. The club. What about it? You didn't watch Russell. So I don't know if you knew this or not. United States champion AJ Styles yeah. was taking on Seth Rollins, okay. main event of Raw. Mm-hmm. Before they had all the legends come out and Stone Cold handing beers and whatnot. Steve Weisers. Steve Weisers. Mm-hmm. Now, the clever heels—they're doing heel, you know, antics. Gallows and Anderson are on the aisle with Seth Rollins, and you hear. Break it down. DX comes out. OG DX or or like second class DX? Uh, second class DX, which would be everyone but Billy Gunn and China. Right. Obviously. Well, because China's dead. And Billy Gunn's in AEW. So, okay. uh, Triple H, HBK, Sean, um, Xbox. Uh, Xbox! That's going to be the drop. That's our that's our opening, guys. <laughs> I, I want you to know that. Get ready. <laughs> You're not going to get ready. You're going to hear it now. It doesn't matter. Whatever. So, Road Dog, X-Pod, Trips, and... Uh, Shawn Michaels. And HBK. Okay. Come out, and they're like, nah, 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 this ain't going to happen. Blah, 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 whatever. And they're kind of getting punked out. But then they get ultimately punked out when geriatric... Scott Hall and Kevin Nash come out mm-hmm. as the NWO or the Click, and basically run the club out of the ring. What are you doing to the club if you have these over the hill, maybe besides Triple H, wrestlers punking out a group that you're supposed to legitimize? Wouldn't it make if they're do- if- Okay, so you mentioned it's the click, which it is. It's it's the click. It's the click, but it's Scott the click plus came, DX. Scott, Scott Hall came on his NWO shirt. So it's the click plus DX. Considering that the click started the two sweet, which then got transferred over to the NWO, which then went over to the Bullet Club. Well, it went over to DX also. DX never too sweet. Did uh, they cross? Original, original DX. Oh, Sean and, and Trips. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, well, they're, okay, whatever. They're part of the click. So, and then made its way to Bullet Club. Damn Bullet Club Elite. <laughs> Bullet Club <laughs> is pretty much where it ends. Because the cease and desist and all that. Yeah. So, considering the current modern wrestlers who, too sweet, are the OC, is what they're calling them, right? Yeah, the original stupid. club. Stupid. Just stupid. Stupid. Um, AJ, Gels, and Anderson. Wouldn't it make sense... For the new owners of the of the two suite to murder the originators yeah. of the two suite, yeah, new click, bury the old click, kill the old, build the new. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that make more sense? Mm-hmm. To uh, you know, out with the old in with the new. No, that's that's not that's not logic. No. Cool. Glad I didn't watch Raw. I mean, uh, Scott Hall and Sean Waltman, or X-Pac, don't do it. (laughs) 
they were against burying, um, not burying, but punking out uh, the club. They shouldn't. It's bad booking. No, they they they, they didn't want to do it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, they, oh, I was just like, they shouldn't feel bad. Like, I mean, no. They're, no, they're justified in feeling that way. So, I don't know the exact uh, wordage as uh, were used. I'm trying to sound mm. fancy. I don't know what they were actually saying because mm. I didn't get to read the article, but I saw the headline. It's like, they were against doing it, but they were overruled by Vince. Of course. Um... What I wanted, what you could do, possibly, same thing with EC3, where he's EC3, he's not Ethan Carter the third. Yeah. Why not just have uh, BCOG? Why not just if they have BCOG shirts? Why not just call them BCOG? But then, what does it stand for? You, everyone knows what it stands for. Don't be. No, you got. It's got to be. What does it stand for? What does EC3 stand for? easier when it's someone like just one person who's EC3 who's not moving merch who no one gives a rat's behind about the club is instant money you have to if you're going to do that cool you gotta have something phony to to ring it out BCOG uh, boys club of original grapplers I don't know original boys club so you gotta have something but I don't, I don't understand why they didn't... They should have had them beat down Seth, have Sean and Trips come out, have them beat down on Sean and Trips, then have Road Dogg um, and X-Pac try and come out to save them. They get beat up on. Mm-hmm. And then Hall and Nash don't even have to be involved. But if they want to be involved, come out, let, Na- let um, Nash get the bump because... Scott Hall should not be taking any bumps. Nash shouldn't be taking any bumps either. Okay, fine. So no one takes a bump. But then, like, they should be mopped up and let AJ grab the mic and be like... This is the click? The click? This is the famous click? Exactly. This is the famous click? Well, guess what? The click is dead and the OC lives now. Something like that. I mean, he'd probably say something like that because his that, that's how that's how, AJ, exactly, that's how AJ, like, says stuff. And that would be it. Throw down the mic... Throw up two sweets, the three of them, mm-hmm. and walk away with everyone just sprawled out. Yeah, but you can't to booze. You, you can't. You gotta make. Uh, you gotta make Seth look strong. Yo, that's exactly like that. That's how you do that. Not Seth looking strong because who cares about Seth? Mm-hmm. But like, that's how you do that. Have them beat all of them up and be like, the click. This is the click. This is the famous click. We just destroyed the click. The click is dead. This is like this is the people we looked up to when we were coming in, uh, uh, up in the ranks and and wrestling. Wow, like like some some to that effect. Yeah, the, you know what? We're taking this. This belongs to us now. We're the OC. The click is dead. They too sweet. They walk out. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket scientist, man. Oh God, Jimmy Cricket, move on. I mean, that's that was. For me, Raw in a nutshell. I'm not going to go on about what how... What did Stone Cold do? What did Hogan do? Uh, he what? thanked... Oh, Hogan didn't really do much. Uh, Stone Cold came out and... Hogan didn't, like, throw watermelon at black people or anything like that? It wasn't super-duper racist? No. Oh, I'm sorry. But I sent you a screenshot of Booker T. Oh, yeah, yeah! Hogan. I saw Booker T. Yo, Booker T. Booker T is my hero, son. 
Stonehold came out, basically pandered to the crowd, um, like all the girls and guys back there, my family, the guys who built the rings and the camera guys and the lighting guys and the universe, you guys are my family. And okay. then everybody came into the ring and, you know, Steve Wise is for everybody. Scott Hall was in the ring, but he didn't have a beer. He didn't oh, have a beer in I his hand. Hope not. Uh, Mark Henry didn't have a beer in his hand. Uh, a couple other people didn't. But, Henry's, um, Henry's over? I think so. I don't know, though. He was sweating like a, like a monster, though. I mean, the guy is huge in those lights. And he was sweating like he stole some. <laughs> but um, that that's basically how it He's is. Probably scared of Hogan. Yeah, I'm oh. not scared of Hogan. Mark Henry is scared of Hogan. Right, Forget sh- that. The world's strongest man. But SmackDown, I mean, again, SmackDown, I wasn't happy about, but it was a little better than Raw. At least it was a wrestling show. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of um. The only like nostalgia was Shawn Michaels was there. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is on um commentator like the commentator booth. Um, the show opens with uh, two members of the the, the New Day, uh, Biggie and Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. They're on com- like the, the they, have their, team yeah, they have their their booth. They're talking it up, yuck, 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 whatever. But what? Well, they had different like commentating teams throughout the night. Yes, yeah, but like similar to what Raw did. Yeah. So it was like Raw reunion and Jays. But this was because. Um, was that someone couldn't make it to the show or something Sid, like that? Uh, Sid Vicious wasn't cleared to be on Raw. I'm talking about SmackDown. I don't care about SmackDown. There was someone... Who was it? I, I don't... Who's the third person on the table? Uh, it's Phillips, Graves, and... Uh, damn, we always say he sucks. Byron! Byron yeah. Saxton. So, like, I think like Byron couldn't make it, so mm-hmm. they, they were alternating people throughout the night. So they had so the uh, la, 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 la. I have no words right now. Uh, both of us. Um, Biggie and Xavier Woods, those guys. So they did some commentating mm. early on. So I wrote down some points that we're mm. gonna go over quickly yeah, yeah. over for SmackDown. Charlotte and Ember Moon had a match, and it wasn't a long match. Uh, Charlotte gets pinned in a twenty about a twenty second match for in a roll up because she was distracted by Bailey. By Bailey. And Charlotte's upset, not because Bailey distracted her, Ember but Moon Ember Moon beat her. So now she wants to face Ember Moon at SummerSlam. Why wouldn't you want to face Bailey? Who cost you the match? Doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how a roll up can create a legit pinfall to a perfectly healthy wrestler. I don't, I mean, yeah, it's 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 goofy. It's buffoonery, but. There's such a there's a much better way to set up Ember versus Charlotte than this, mm-hmm. and way to make Ember look like she doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She only won because of Bailey's help. Mm-hmm. The woman has one of the coolest finishes on the planet. Yeah, I, I don't really I'm not a fan of Ember Moon, but her the uh, the eclipse it, the, is sick. The total eclipse is pretty cool. Just the eclipse. It's just the eclipse. Yeah. What do I always I always call it the solar eclipse or the total eclipse? Well, total eclipse of the heart. Stop it. <laughs> Setting up more for uh, SummerSlam. Kofi Kingston named his partner, called out. He challenged somebody. Aren't you supposed to be the one getting challenged because you're the WWE champion? I can't say. They do the New Japan, though. Japan does that all the time. Yeah, but they're speaking Japanese, and I don't understand Japanese. <laughs> what about when Will Osprey does it? When he grabs the mic and he picks his challenger every time? Will Osprey can't do any wrong. Yeah, 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 he can't. Kofi Kingston calls out Randy Orton. Mm. For his uh, match at SummerSlam, because they have 
10 years of history, unfinished history, and this goes back to an incident at Madison Square Garden. Probably when, you know, they had that one-on-one -on -one match and Kofi missed a spot and... Oh, the stupid uh, idiot? Yeah, 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 where he cursed them out. Stupid! Stupid! So, Randy says he's going to end the fantasy that is Kofi Kingston. And I'm tired of people saying that. He's just such a lose-lose for me. Randy wins, you're not happy. Kofi wins, you're still not happy. Yeah. It's a lose-lose for me. Randy Orton's boring. In my probably most boring feud of the year for me, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon is happening at SummerSlam. With the stipulation of, if Kevin Owens loses, he has to quit the WWE. Which goes one of two ways. Either, obviously, Kevin wins, or he's going to lose and he'll be back in like two weeks. And I'm glad that you brought that up, because Shane McMahon brought that up on SmackDown. He goes, and it's not going to be like how when you you and your buddy lost yeah, yeah, last yeah. time, yeah. you know. But exactly how it is. Like when Cena quit. Or I mean, not when Cena quit. When Cena got fired and was back in like two weeks. When CM Punk left with the championship and was back in like two weeks. When Mick Foley was fired and was back in six months. It's a month. Was it a month? It was like a, a month and a half. He came back... Because they brought him back from... No, because they brought they him back, back from WrestleMania, WrestleMania So it's like two or three months. Yeah, they brought him from WrestleMania 2000. I'm like, it doesn't, like... It doesn't matter. That, that stipulation is such a nonsense stipulation. I hate when they use it. Because it means nothing. It means literally nothing. Unless you still believe in kayfabe, because I cried when they fully lost. I didn't. I wasn't really a McFully fan. I like his Cactus Jack thing, but that's it. Oh, yeah, I, I'll never forget dude, that match against Triple H for the pink slip. Yo, I, I cried. I was like nine years old, ten years old, and I was like, yes, I'm funny. Why? This is, I, this is, I hate you, Triple H. You were nine turning ten. Yeah. And he came back from WrestleMania, and I was like, oh, well, that was a waste of tears. <laughs> Thanks, K-Fame. <laughs> Kafabi's still alive in William's heart. It's real to me, damn it. Still real to me. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, a.k.a. Why is he still here? Dolph Ziggler, uh, the prototype Shawn Michaels. He's got, which they threw in his face, which is I, fantastic. I, I'm going to get to that. Oh, my God. We I had a that. special episode of Ms. TV, and oh my the God. special guest was none other than the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. I'm just a sexy Kurt. Sexy Kurt. Uh, make your ankle hurt. <laughs> that was, uh, I loved it when he did that on SmackDown. That was great. So, Sean and Miz are having their little Miz TV segment, which gets interrupted by Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph calls Sean an embarrassment. Maybe because he got old. Like, how dare you get old? <laughs> how dare you age? And Sean called him a second-rate Shawn Michaels. Mm, 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 mm. Which then he proved by hitting Shawn with his own... Uh, <laughs> which prompted Dolph Ziggler to sneak The Miz with a punch and then hit Shawn Michaels with a super kick. <sighs> you're, you're a wannabe me. And then he does an ex his exact finisher... To, uh, I can't. 
Look, oh, you know, Dolph Ziggler has to be the best wrestler that no one cares about. Yeah, because he's a WWE, fantastic. His WWE made us not care about him. He's a fantastic ring worker. Mm-hmm. But good God, stay off my television screen, please. Heel Ziggler's it, he's like a um, you know how I call ZSJ a worm, uh, like a weasel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dolph Heel Ziggler is a weasel. Dolph would do great in Ring of Honor or New Japan. Mm. He would be fantastic in either one of those two promotions. Yeah. Yeah. With his ring, with bro, with his work rate, mm-hmm. he'd kill it in either one of those two. Yeah, and he he's a decent on the mic. So Ring of Honor, if they want to do promo stuff, which they want to try and do more promo stuff, mm-hmm. Dolph can do that stuff. Mm-hmm. He can carry that load easy. Tell me you can't see Dolph as a like Ring of Honor champion. I can see it. Or as a IWGP uh, United States champion. I can see him holding the IC title. También. He ain't touching the World's Heavyweight title. That's no, not no, no, no. He's not up there. He's not that caliber of, like, Kenny Omega and... and uh, he has to completely else. reinvent himself. I mean, they put on Jay White, so... Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> so that was SmackDown. I mean, a couple weeks we get, uh, you know, SummerSlam. And then we get, uh... All Out. Yeah. Which should be fun. Oh. Nah. We'll, 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 don't worry about that. We'll talk about that next <laughs> uh, Real quick. Some... G1 Climax stuff. Yes. Apparently, we've been getting some bar murders that we've been missing out on. I, I haven't counted any matches this week. I haven't been up on the, uh, the I haven't caught any matches this week, but there have been at least two matches that received five stars or more. Yeah. From Papa Melter? Yeah. I think Okada versus... I forget who... Oh, so Moxley versus um, Ishii mm-hmm. got five stars. Five and a half, something like that. And then I want to say... Osprey and Okada? It was Okada versus somebody. Got another, like, five stars. So, ladies and gents, just like I'm going to have to catch up this weekend, if you haven't been watching the G1 Climax Tournament, you got to. Because, again, like we said last week, they're pumping out fantastic wrestling, you know, week after week. If you're tired of Raw and SmackDown and Raw's reunion and that blasphemy, by all means, get New Japan World or... Find somewhere where you can stream these uh, shows. We don't condone it. Nope. But if you have to. If you can find an alternative way of watching, of, of watching the G1 Climax, we would strongly advise taking that opportunity because the G1 has been phenomenal. But I think that wraps up our... Uh, this week's episode? Yeah? Did I miss anything? We forget anything? No, sir, Bob. Now, we know that we, you know, planted those seeds last week, but unfortunately, both Shades and I had a very busy week Very busy work, week. So, we did not really get a chance to put that out on the socials and really have you guys engage. We will do our best to have that out, not by the end of the weekend, by sometime next week, so we can go ahead and engage with you guys about the seeds that were planted in our new segment weekly planting seeds um 
But until then, that has been this week's episode of Grapples to Apples. Make sure you're catching us on soundcloud.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples the number two apples. Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts are your other two alternatives for listening to us. Don't forget to catch us on our social media sites, facebook.com and or twitter.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples the number two apples. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, the, yeah, Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, uh, <laughs> how did I forget my nicknames, like, Major English, Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate. It's been a long week, Thrill. It's been a long, <laughs> been a long, long whatever you need me to be, that's what I be, because that's why I is. Long story short, joined always by my hetero life mate. Let's see if I remember mine. <laughs> man of the hour. Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Price to the top. Yeah, boy. Shades. Until next week, don't forget to keep listening, because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love, man.